look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear. Yo, ho, ho. <clears throat> Yo, oh, oh. They are as one. Oh, ho. Real shit, though. Uh, I don't know if y'all watch. Um, uh, y'all been watching that Wu Tang series. Uh, but it's so goddamn good. It it's is so I was, good. I was gonna talk about that today too. Uh, I was. You know the episode when they was recording our protecting, protecting neck? neck. Yeah, I mean that's just that's one of the best episodes of TV I've seen. Like the way they Man. put that together. The, the way so the, the looking into uh, Riz's mind and how yeah. he's constructing uh-huh. the whole. Yeah, the whole yeah. episode was fucking brilliant. It was yeah. amazing, bro. Yeah. You can talk about that in a second. We got to welcome the folks first. Welcome back to another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. What's up, party people? Thank y'all for joining us yet again uh, for all this informal honesty, if you will. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, we are usually four brothers. Marco's not with us today, but he's here with us in spirit, right? Uh, and uh, by all means, we uh, we come together every week. Um to converse about this thing called life and you know just help figure it out or to talk about literally absolutely nothing and y'all join us in the journey unless you send us questions and we'll talk about the things that uh that you ask us to talk about but um yes uh my name is josh we got uh adam and we got aaron on the other side yep so yeah uh fellas um you know, we pride ourselves on those three principles every week um, that I'll say a formal thing for later because we're informal in this bitch. Uh, but um, <laughs> say a formal thing for to be informal. You know how it is. Uh, but we pride ourselves on being forthright, vulnerable, and most of all, honest. Did you have any uh, things that happened to you this week in which you want to talk about doing any of those things? Or being any of those ways? Myself, I didn't. It's my first off week in months. We had our show on October 23rd uh, that I was talking about a couple weeks back or at this point, maybe a month back um, by the time this episode comes out and shit went really well. We uh, we got close to I I don't know if we technically sold out what we could sell because the house is about 4000 seats. Uh, But I think uh, capacity was like a little over two because of COVID. And I know we sold. I know we sold about two thousand um and reviews been coming back real great uh the show itself felt great so yeah it was it was a damn good night um yeah but since then i've been a ghost i've looked maybe four people in the face that uh <laughs> that weren't like besides like you know people you see grocery shopping and whatnot but besides the 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 women in my life yeah nah i uh I've I've not even tried to be a person. <laughs> I understand, man. Yo, I just want to say a big congratulations, of course, on the Appreciate show. It. Uh, it did seem like it was received well. How do I know that? Because I watched your story and I saw how much you were appreciating appreciating that that uh, that applause. It <laughs> made, made made me feel good <laughs> watching you feel good on stage. <laughs> so I had to give it the quick fire emoji reaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, so that was dope, bro. That was real dope. Um, but over here, yeah, it's been pretty much the same. Not nothing too too crazy, but uh, not in a bad way. It's been it's been a pleasant week. Um, I can't speak too much on these, but I did have a honest and vulnerable moment. Well, my girl and I have 
have them fairly often, just different conversations that we have. Mm -hmm. um, and what I can say about it is that um, it, it feels really good or it, it, it feels really good and it feels like we're both still willing to be honest and, and be uncomfortable with one another um, and expressing how we really feel about something. So, mm -hmm. and that's after, it's been about five years. Um, and I, yeah, the, I guess the main point is it feels good to know that I, that I could still be uncomfortable and like honest and vulnerable around her. So we've definitely had a couple of those mm -hmm. conversations this week around similar topics and um, still feels worthwhile. So yeah, that was my, that was my main point. We had a, had some sincere ones and uh, <clears throat> it doesn't feel like it's just, I don't get the feeling that it's just me being able to do that. I, I get the feeling that she feels the space to be able to do that too. So that shit makes mm -hmm. me feel good, Joe, but it is definitely an uncomfortable thing. But uh, yeah, man, Work. it's it's working. Yeah, it's working. So on the, Glad so to make this man. a light note, to make it a light note, you know, seems like we're both able to do that. And that's a good thing. That's, that's, that's a space that not a lot of people are allotted, man. So <laughs> sorry for being so vague, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, you got anything this week? Uh, yes and no. I don't, I can't really think of anything, but like I mentioned before, I was gonna force, I was gonna force something in there <laughs> and say uh, <laughs> that honestly, I think that this Wu Tang series is, is it just exceeds my expectations because like mm. when I heard it was a thing, I was like, oh, I don't know about that, you know, like how how do you tell that story, you know, through like a TV series? But mm -hmm. I mean, they're of course, as we know, we know that everything that that they're showing isn't necessarily how it happened, you know. But right, it's as far a little as, embellished. Yeah, mm -hmm. as far as the entertainment value of it, though, it's great. So I mean, and I we we mentioned that episode when they were recording um, protect your neck, protect and it's like, neck. Mm -hmm. and like the in the first season when they was recording, uh, I think it was Seventh Chamber, uh, which that's actually one of my favorite uh, songs by them. Um, mm. I think it was the finale of season one. That was a really good yes. episode too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I figured that they were going to, like, I, I saw, like, buzz around this episode, like, online before I saw it. Mm. Um, I figured it was going to be, like, the end of the season, kind of like how they ended season one with recording a song. But so the, that was the last episode I've actually seen. So I'm curious to know how, where it went after that. So, um, yeah, yeah I just, think I got, like, three episodes left. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, season, but yeah, I'm, I just, been I'm just impressed. <laughs> I binged the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, but I've been forcing myself not to. Like, yeah, like one, one, one or two at a time, and then cut it at that. You know, no, because I, because I want, idea. I want to be able to like remember parts of it. And what happens uh, when I binge is I don't, I don't retain all of it. I'll maybe uh, okay. keep like particular points. Yeah, the main idea. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. see, that's the difference for me. Like, like, sometimes if I go a day or two without it, I'll forget, and I gotta like rewatch. But if I like binge it, I'm like, okay. Mm. Boom, it's, it feels consecutive, you know? But I guess it's the thing of, like, I think I'm going to forget either way. But <laughs> if I, it, <laughs> but it's the thing of if I give it some more time, when I watch that recap, it'll, it'll, I get to, like, uh, go, oh, okay, uh, that, that will come back. And then there's more time just between, like, if I'm watching the recap every, you know, hour because of 
episode is that long, then yeah. nothing about those previous episodes is going to really stick. I got you. Yeah, I um, got you. But yeah, I, I love the show. I think I think they do really well. It made me go back and try to watch some RZA interviews because uh, Home Dude from Moonlight, I'm going, uh, is there a reason why RZA keeps talking like DMX? I was thinking the same thing. Like that, that, <laughs> then I was like, you know what? RZA does kind of talk like that. So I, cause I, okay, I'll, I'll give him like, you know, I don't know if he talks mm-hmm. like, like that, but right. I, I think he <laughs> does a decent job of trying to imitate his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, was, I know I, he doesn't really like talk like that anymore, okay. but it made me go like, "What the fuck was Young Rizzo like?" Because mm-hmm, yeah. he 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 talks like uh, the the uh, dude playing whose name is escaping me right now. All respect and love to him. Uh, he he talks like everything he's saying is about to be the greatest metaphor of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, like I, feel like they, yeah, I feel like they, they're, 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 they're landing on kind of thick in that department. Uh, because, like, it, there's no way he's like that 24-7. Like, but, why, why is he constantly yeah. prolific? Yeah. Because, uh, uh, and the thing is, I, I, I kind of have a gripe with some shows that are doing that. And so it is, a, it is a critique I have of this because I don't know if y'all ever have or would watch Pose. Uh, but I've heard the, the main sure. the main character on there, uh, uh, a woman by the name of um, MJ Rodriguez. Every, everything she says, you're like, who are you, Noah? Like what? <laughs> like why the fuck are you talking in in parables? All the like every yeah. every time she talks, it's a goddamn monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just funny, it's like man. everything's not inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking in absolutes, this right. is the greatest of <laughs> uh, but no, uh, so and and Pose is a great show, it is. But, um, uh, what was I gonna say? The dude, the dude playing ODB needs every award, yep, yes, <laughs> yes, he does, he's, he's fantastic, yeah, because because I was like, because like when I started watching, I was like, how, how are they gonna portray him? Because like, he's such a character, a, yeah, such a. <laughs> Uh, exciting person, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Like, he's it's something to, just the way he speaks, the way he raps, you know. But that dude, apparently, he's a rapper in real life. But he, he, mm-hmm. that that part doesn't even matter though, because there. It's funny because there's a part of I think it's that same episode that we're speaking of. It's not a spoiler or anything, but he says something along the lines when he's talking to the. I think she's the building owner or oh, the building the building manager. manager yeah. yeah, and he he says. Mm-hmm. Like so some along the lines is like, you know, I'm not a singer, I'm a rapper. And he's like, Well, I guess I kind of I kind of sing too. Sing too. I like, right. that, was, that was like just a genius line because like, yeah, he kind of does sing. <laughs> right. Not, he's not just necessarily a rapper because his style was so interesting in that way. Mm-hmm. So I thought and, that was a interesting line. <laughs> and in that episode, he pretty much saved them because who knows if she you know, she could have shut the whole thing she would, down. She would have she would have definitely evicted them because that uh it, Anybody who knows anything about like apartment renting, you're not allowed to do any actual damage to your apartment. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> especially with a, a thousand egg cards. But right, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was fire. Yeah. Hey, side he, note, um, mm-hmm. I watched. Was that was that ODB's son playing? Uh, doing his verses in the Tiny Desk in the Wu Tang Tiny Desk. I'm pretty sure it was. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that was impressive. I was like, okay, couldn't remember. But, but anyway, I thought their tiny desk was pretty dope. Yeah, it was cool to see that. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I yeah, Shamik Moore is doing a great way, Quan. 
Yep. Uh, I. I don't fully agree with uh, Davies BMF, but he has the voice down. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, I think he does a good job. Like, I think they're. I mean, I think. Okay, so like, there, there's members of Wu Tang that are more popular than others, obviously. Than others, and, I think, right. and I think the ones that are like the bigger, like Method Man, Raekwon, uh, Ghost. Ghostface. Like, I mm-hmm. think the ODB. I think the guys that play them do a pretty good job. I mean, yeah. just because I don't know everything about Wu-Tang, but just for the, the little bit that I do know, it's like, it seems like they, they're portraying, I, I always look at the way that they rap, like they're rapping like the people. So I think that's pretty impressive. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. I was going to ask how y'all felt about, um about Joey, the Joey's replacement as Inspector Deck. I like him more. I love Joey as an actor too, but I think I like the replacement more than, not mm. that we saw a lot of him in the first place, but I think right. he does a good job. That I was my gripe. I just kind of I wanted to see Joey more, but uh, I think this dude is dope, yo. I love that he's tagging mm. every fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just reminded us when we were skating back in the day. <laughs> I also need to go look at an old picture of you guy because I find his sideburns absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I think they actually the sideburns I don't recall, but I think he looks like him though. Um, just in the face. Um, yeah, I think he I think does kind of like him. He's kind of small, but I mean, you're not gonna. And that, that's some, like you know right. those kind of things. It, it that I can say the same thing for uh, getting Shamik or uh, a dude playing Ghostface. Why the fuck are they so skinny? Skinny, yeah. Been fat yeah. Their whole life. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's for true. real. I mean, especially RZA. Like, there's no, you know, there's just no. no I mean, RZA ain't that. that damn dark skin, but uh, yeah. He, I think they he, gave him the role just because he's probably the best actor out of everybody. He's the best actor, right? So they're like, okay, we need we need a good actor for for yeah. the guy that ran. Besides Shami, I think I think Shami oh, and yeah. him are yeah comparable, at least yeah. as far as their like uh their resume. Yeah, yeah, I'm impressed by both of them. It's like that fucking series is dope, yo. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's also interesting seeing um, Shami kind of navigate this whole um, old school hip hop pathway that his career has kind of been because he was also in the get down oh yeah he was. um and he was in uh what's that movie dope no was it dope dope yeah 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 he dope. Was in, yeah he was the main yeah. guy in dope that shit was yeah it was pretty I think good, that's the first man. thing i saw him in actually yeah i agree so congratulations to those dudes man i i i love the series i can't wait to finish it uh i hope it gets to season three i i saw an article today it's like will it get renewed and i'm like whether well, were the ratings bad or something yeah. I do think they they released it at a weird time because there's too many things that are already popular. Yeah. Mm. Uh but I I I think in this in this age of content that's almost impossible to avoid. Yeah, it's so much stuff out True. there. Dude, anytime something makes me like <clears throat> not really necessarily reflect on my own life but like inspires me to like want to like rap, <laughs> you know what I'm saying or like <laughs> or, or produce or something or like yeah. Just be creative, like that's that's almost all I need. But it's also incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just, it's just a good story. It's like it's I don't understand how like we we can't be the only ones feeling that way. So like they need to keep you know keep yeah. at it, man. No, yeah. I mean uh, uh, I was talking to my my uh, my big brother Kahari, uh, the disco poet, as his stage name is. Um, <laughs> he uh, he hated woo. 
Like he grew up in that era and all of that kind of stuff. So he like him and Cool Herc are friends. Um, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, so, but he hated Wu Tang, <laughs> and he's like, "Man, that show was fucking phenomenal." Oh, uh, the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, funny thing that used to say that uh, Aaron's like. So I've been on and off with like making beats for honestly since high school. I never really put it mm-hmm. out there though. I've but I've been on and off with it since high school. But when I watched that show, I never never said this, but when I first watched that show, um, that's when I actually got back into it, and I haven't stopped since. Like so, it's like that show like single handedly inspired me to. I'm not. I'm not saying I take it serious. I don't take it serious. It's just a hobby. I'm not trying to produce anybody's album or anything. But it's just like, it, it's just an inspiring show to me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. hell yeah. That's wonderful to hear, dude. Yeah. That's wonderful to hear. And it's sometimes, I can't lie, sometimes things like that make me think of us, you know? Just yeah, like a, a group of friends who are like creatives and who, who grew up together. I mean, I, I, they they all didn't, they didn't all grow up together, but like just the way they're cohesive or uh, like I, I'm, for, I'm, I'm losing, <laughs> losing the ability to <laughs> to, to muster up the proper the proper words to explain this but i think you guys get a feel for what i'm saying it's just uh whenever you see a group of dudes who are obviously friends are just i guess cohesive it just and yeah, form my me- boat track we're meshing well yeah 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 we'll blast we'll blast you with our shoulder missiles <laughs> you know it's just really cool man it's just really cool yeah i i agree with that and even uh I, I do like you know some of the you know some of the show is hyperbolic or embellished and all that kind of stuff. But I do wonder like, did did uh did Raekwon really try to kill Ghost? How so, much did it really um, take for them to be friends? <laughs> like, so I so I heard that part was not. Now this is from Raekwon. He was on um Talib Kali's podcast and they talked about okay. that. And he was saying that Party didn't people. happen. But I mean, if it did happen, I'll. I don't think he would necessarily want to be out there. I don't there. think he would say it. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. Because it would kind of make ghosts look bad. It's like, you, like, you buy oh, all the way that. around, though. No, I'm Wait, saying it would. I, I'm oh, saying like, it would. Forgive him? Yeah. Yeah. It would, to me, it would, it would take away his street cred if that really did happen. If somebody mm-hmm. tried to kill your family and you like, it's cool. Let's make a, let's make these albums together. I think it would kind of make him look like, dang, you really allowed that? You know, because, uh, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, dang, if, if that mm. did happen, like, I don't know if I could. Yo, you let that. him slide. Yeah, you let him slide <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Not, I'm not saying I would would assassinate the dude, but like, I'm not sure I would. <laughs> I would join a group with him either, though. You know. I mean that 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 part of that episode was funny when they were going to get a uh, when he was going to get a sandwich or something like that. Oh, am I mixing up episodes? Shit, what was the line? Oh no, they were on the boat. Uh, okay. when they, when they were trying to get them. Uh, yeah. That was a great episode. We was like, you know, I wasn't shooting at you. I was shooting at the idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, yo. All right. I got it. What I meant. Okay. The, the words are here now. Let me, let, me, yeah, let me clear it up. It's really cool. It reminded me of us because it's cool to see people who wanted to do, who like, like specifically when Rizzo was like, got them all together. was like, yo, nah, I know we are doing our own individual thing, but like we've... Mm-hmm. He, for, for the longest time, Rizzo wanted them to all come together and actually right. do something. And it just reminded us with this podcast of different things we've kind of come together to do. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like super cool to sure. see that pan out and like see what that could be. And like, like obviously for the 
for the show's sake, like it was, and for the group's sake, it was, uh, it worked out even better with them together. They were just like a powerhouse yeah. in hip hop. So that's what we gonna but be I, in this podcast. That we, that's, <laughs> that's <what I'm> <laughs> I did appreciate. I did appreciate. Uh, I I had heard about it, and I'm I don't know, you know, all the fine inner uh, like the uh, between the lines and all that kind of stuff about uh, their contracts. But I remember Rizza talking about it in some other interview of him saying like, you know, I knew we were strong together, but I needed to make sure everybody could still have their own agency. Hence why, yeah. like, he gave them all equity in Wu-Tang uh, so that they could always make sure they could do their solo stuff as long as they knew when we got to do something together, we got to do something together. Yeah. That's so dope. I, I love that sense of freedom, too, man. I love yeah. that. that, that yeah, he was that thinking thing. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That like that encourages me. Five years of your life, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Five years, man. Come on, son. (laughs) You better off just telling niggas what you want, man. I ain't reading all the. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, for me, and and maybe because I I knew the success the group had for me, like that's not really that big of a deal, dude. Just sign the contract. Like I didn't I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but maybe that's because, like I said, I knew the outcome, so I'm like, true. (laughs) I I guess for for lack of better. For lack of better terms, I'm like, you know, being being the real niggas that we are. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's what I was for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think the the thing that made sense to me of, of why they thought five years was a long time is because at this point they're maybe like what twenty one or younger, yeah, mm. like something like, and most of them did not think they were going to live that long. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and, be, and and so because like. They made it past the part that they that they're like, how the fuck am I still alive? And getting big in the music industry, it's still not really real yet. Even though yeah. they're getting to sign these contracts, they're like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know I'm gonna live five years to be able to commit five years to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even, even that point, moment man. right before, yeah, uh, where you guys was like, um, uh, again, not really a spoiler, y'all. It's <laughs> uh, where you guys was like, you know, this music shit ain't putting no money, ain't putting no food on the table right now, because that's yeah. all they really cared about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's especially living in the streets, like doing, you know, right, making, yeah, that's that is what's important. Yeah, you know, hey yo, um, I don't know if I did I ever did I ever tell you this? Like, like speaking of five year commitments, um, I think this is before I moved to Atlanta. There was like a um, seamstress and like a family friend seamstress. Mm. Um, she was like she was she was really good friends with my grandmother, and she was Italian. So, and like I guess when she was in Italy when she was younger, she was making like designing and making dresses and selling them for like ten grand or something crazy. Mm. Like she, like she was a beast. And at the time, I think you guys knew this too. But I mean, I'm still in, I still sew here and there. But at the time, I was really like okay, I like I, I wonder. I was questioning like what could my future be if I really stuck with this and like actually like did an apprenticeship of sorts or whatever. So anyway, I find myself at her house and we're talking and I'm like, cause I had dropped off a pair of pants or something. She was going to him. And uh, we sat down and I was like, yo, so how do you like, how do you feel about taking me on essentially as an apprentice or whatever? And she stopped and looked at me. It was like, I'm going to need five years. I'm going to need at least five <laughs> years. No joke. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I gotta get this money right now. So I can't <laughs> come on, man. Yo, yo, this lady's like 70 something. I'm like, yo, I gotta get this money now. You know, five years. I mean, I, I looked at my watch like five years. Come on, man. That's, 
That's yeah. real though. I know she was also real. She was like, yo, like if you can't give me five years, then we're not doing it. Like, like I want you to learn this for real, like the right way. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Like, I often see people uh, get into photography, like solely to make money and that's fine. But a lot of people will buy, you know, in quotes, a fancy camera. And, and it's not really that great of a camera. It just looks like it. But, you know, they mm. buy this camera and then they start charging people. I'm like, you haven't even learned the basics yet. What are you doing charging somebody for this? Like, mm. you know, like, and I'm not saying it takes five years to, to learn, you know. I'm not saying it takes five years to get to a point where you can charge somebody. But, like, I just, I just see that often. You see it a lot. And there's some people, there's some people that do that, but then they, they grow fast enough where it's like okay you know it you're valid or they're just natural some people are just natural and it's like oh dang that's pretty mm-hmm. good you only been doing that a year like you know but yeah i see that a lot you know and for me as someone that i don't really work like i don't i haven't even picked up a camera in a while but even when i was it's kind of like i was just doing it just to enjoy it i wasn't really trying to you know make money like that there, there was money making opportunities came up that i took but i wasn't solely out there like i'm trying to make a living from this right know? So it kind of kind of annoys me a little bit when somebody buys a camera and two months later they're posting their rates online. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't even, you don't even yeah, know how to use your man. camera yet. <laughs> don't I mean that's a that's not that that happens in dance too. I can imagine. <laughs> people who uh I, I from growing up and people being like, Oh yeah, I teach this kind of dance, and they took that class like a couple times in college. And so now they out here trying to charge people in order to teach it or uh yeah. um what was it? Uh shout out to Monsell Durden. Uh he uh he was trying to be- uh get hip hop to become a codified technique or like what uh or like a, a, a codified study so that whatever style of hip hop you were doing, you had to get certified in that thing in order to teach it because uh, because of things like commercial hip hop, you can learn, you know, some hairography and a couple chest pops and be <laughs> out here in L.A. Uh, as long as you were a pretty white girl teaching this thing that you have no context for, you have no historical stuff for, as opposed to being like you need to go get certified, learn the history of that thing, respect the culture of it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I definitely um, think it's a... It's so- a- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was saying. So, of course, I know what codified means, but for the people, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't actually know. So, <laughs> so uh, the difference between like a um, uh, uh, well, a codified technique is just something that is uh, is a it's a completely formulated study. Okay. So, like, uh, if if we were growing up and I was like, oh, I do hip hop, one that could mean anything. That could mean I could do footwork and I could crump, I could pop, I could lock, I could tut, whatever. Like that could mean a lot of things. But if I say I studied the Horton technique, the Graham technique, the I studied ballet, like these are things that like people have gone and written books for to say, this is how you start. This is the proper way to do this. This is how this progresses. These are the uh, the fortifications or the the studies. Like it, it's a, it's a completely... Um, it's official. It's, it's not. It's, it's an official, succinct study as okay. opposed to a free form study. Okay. Got you. Nice. Got you. It's kind of like nice. if I can compare it to a little bit of, of my world, it would be like photography is a, th- a, a thing. You know, it has been for yeah. 100 and 
like 20 years or something. Mm-hmm. But someone that's building sculptures out of cardboard, that's not really like a, it's not a traditional, it's not a formal thing. It's kind of like, it's art, but it's not like right recognized, you know, it's like, that's like a, it's that's like a genre, you know, mm. maybe, maybe that, maybe. No, that yeah. Cares. <laughs> it's essentially um it's it's not necessarily the difference uh it's a difference the uh what it is is it's something that's like oh this person or these people went and made sure they made a formula to how you study and progress in this technique mm. interesting okay i may be able to um cross pollinate that idea and relate that That's to uh, <laughs> cross, no cross you know what it is right don't, come on. yeah i know what that means. i know what it is come on we don't get peaches or plums or whatever without that shit but um because i was thinking is that i think in my situation with the uh with the seamstress like the family friend i think it was definitely mm-hmm. it was definitely a cultural thing because like it, it it would seem from what i know like even even back from like when, when Leonardo da Vinci was around, like apprenticeships were a thing there and you don't move to the next stage until you've quote unquote mastered whatever stage you're on. Right. You know, so like she was coming, like it's just a, like it's cultural thing in Europe versus here, I guess, um, where she was, you know, like they it it takes who know, like however many years for them to feel comfortable. All right, you've mastered this particular technique. So mm-hmm. and I know that's kind of where she was coming from. Um, so maybe you could kind of like, maybe you can kind of relate the two and be like, okay, they had like in Europe, they have more of a, um, step-by-step process. I wish I had they like allowed. A, um, a direct I mean, I, equivalency in another art okay. form, I guess. Oh, I got I, your yeah, definition. Like, it, it was good. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to relate it a little bit. I'm trying to, oh, yeah. I'm trying to find a back trying, door here. <laughs> I'm, I, so I'm trying to figure out like, uh, like it, it'd be a thing of, uh, let's say for singers. I, even though none of us are singers and I know this is probably not going to, this may fall short <laughs> for, sing, for singers. Uh, there's particular kinds of techniques that you have to learn in order to sing opera. Got you. So there's people who grow up in church that can sing and sing down, but because they didn't learn the codified techniques of opera, they don't know how to utilize their voice that way. Got you. Okay. I think I can say that with certain types of painting then. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. And so when you say like, oh, okay, this is this study, and this is like the formulaic ways in order to progress in that way, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to express any particular uh, uh, special kind of way, but you learn the science of it. The science is the is the codified technique. Got you. Got you. Well, yeah, it was uh, it was applicable then, but it, yeah, it was all in all. Um, I definitely saw it as like a cultural thing. And, you know, for for a while, I was like wondering, mm-hmm. like, damn, what could have happened if like if I had just waited? But I was like already kind of ready to move a little bit and get a different experience. But if I if I had right. waited and got that skill under my belt and then took it elsewhere, you know, mm-hmm. um, but ultimately it just seemed like a cultural thing. So you're not taking the easy road out. And I totally understood <laughs> I just bowed to her and, and left. <laughs> I get that. Uh, I'm trying to think if I if I ever had any situation like that with elders. Uh, I had one when uh, that's not necessarily the same thing, but when I was going through my own like a uh, uh, spiritual evolution, if you will. Um, 
I remember I, uh, I was talking to uh, an elder who's now an ancestor. Um, and he, what did I say? I, I was asking him about all of this old like comedic stuff and just being like, you know, where did you get this information? What's all of that? And um, he was like, okay, let's let's go out to dinner one day and we'll we'll talk. So we like go to like Bennigan's or some shit, and then <laughs> we sit down. And the first thing this he goes, cheap is, elder, come on, elder, come on. Man. I know you got more <laughs> money than that. Oh man, <laughs> no, I'm just uh, no, you Um, he was uh, the first thing he said. Like as soon as we sat down and like got our waters, he was like, "So what do you think about the missing books?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like he. Did, like the that was Bible? the first question. It was a warm up to this. He was like, "So, what do you think about the missing books?" And I was like, "Ah." Um, and so then that turned into like a whole thing. But it was, I, I love having those kind of moments with elders when when they're like, "Okay, so you want to go down this road? Let's see if you if you're as ready as you think you ought to go down this road." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Very cool. Very cool. And I feel like oftentimes it takes you in a like the direction that could go could be could be anything and it, it'll still it, and it, it could like relate back to the uh I don't know like the end goal but I appreciate mm. the uh meandering I guess you know sometimes mm. <clears throat> with those kind well, of conversations the record, they just feel more okay, natural I guess go ahead that's real I was gonna say for the record if anybody's confused like missing books I'm I'm talking about the the Bible Yes, I'm just not. just <laughs> just in case anybody was confused about that, because <laughs> uh, King James was like, "Nah, fuck that part of information," um, <laughs> and a bunch of uh, the other versions too. But yes, uh, all that aside, <laughs> um, unrelated, because I don't <laughs> believe in segways. <laughs> yeah, man, we keep it natural here. We keep it informal. Yeah. We haven't said informal. that in a while. So informal. <laughs> um. Uh, Adam posed this one because uh, uh, he always finds uh, interesting memes. Uh, which would you choose between these four? Uh, eight hours of sleep is choice A. Every night. Choice B. Your house cleans itself. Choice C. Personal chef. Okay. Or choice D. A year of free coffee at Starbucks. Okay. Oh, well, I know we can cut the Starbucks one already. Like, I was gonna say that too. It doesn't, com- <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, compare, like, yo. Get, doesn't yeah. compare. get the fuck out of here with that. Because thing yeah. is, you still gotta wait in that line. That's gonna take you like thirty minutes. So, mm. <laughs> right, right. Every time I drive past <laughs> Starbucks in the morning, it's like eight cars in minimum in the drive. I'm like I am not waiting for that. Yeah, and they take forever <laughs> to make the drinks to begin with. So, so I think we're safe to scratch Starbucks off the. Gotcha. So we got eight hours of sleep. <laughs> your house cleans itself, or personal chef. Yeah, those are all solid. Mm, well, I'm gonna have to uh, keep it all the way three thousand. <laughs> and uh, just maybe think of the, uh, the Jonas Brothers song, "The Year 3000. Yeah, I'm not anyway, me anyway. Anyways, yeah, that's for another audience. That's for a different crowd. My bad. Wrong crowd. Wrong crowd, Joe. I was like, whoop. I'm glad we can get a laugh out of that one. Wrong crowd. Wrong And there's a clip from this one. <laughs> yeah, I should have focused on my. I, I should have listened to my instincts, man. I should have listened to my instincts on that Wait, one. Reminds me of that. From Wu Tang <laughs> to Jonas Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, now I was gonna say sometimes we pay for like the this house cleaning service, so that already gets mm-hmm. cleaned anyway. So that one doesn't apply as much for me. And they do a damn good job, although I think they could dust a little bit better. But I'm particular. <laughs> I'm particular. I'm particular. It's like if it's, it's if it's some shit that I would have done, and that's not my job, that's not my business. I feel like be paying you to something that you probably should have caught. But anyway, you walking through your house with your white gloves. I'm gonna say no. One time, right? Like I don't even want to get into it. But one time, I opened the door, and just the wind from opening the door like blew some dust around, and I was like, "Wait, now, I come on, man." I asked you specifically <laughs> to focus on dusting this time. That should have happened. Anywho, uh, they're, they're solid. They're solid, really. It's not a complaint. It's just sound like you know, <laughs> that was more like a, a 4.1 star versus 4.9. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> not her dog. Shout out to, uh, well, I guess, I, yo, shout out to Melinda, man. She's a beast. But um, just, yo, just, 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 just like artists need to practice like human anatomy, even though even though you're a master, like it's still good to brush up on a human anatomy sometimes. Like just brush up on the weekends on the dusting and you'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had the other one was eight hours of sleep or what was the other one? Personal outside chef. Of personal chef. Well, I already don't get eight hours of sleep. I don't like the, I only get that much. What on do the you weekends, want? Weekends, maybe. So I'm trying to remember what it's like. <laughs> so like, trying to remember what it's like um i might have to go with personal chef yo like because i'm assuming they can make anything you want mm-hmm. yeah i might have to go with personal chef yo i might have to okay because if, if i get six hours on a great ass meal i'm good <laughs> you know so for me like i would love to get eight hours of sleep but the, my issue with that is that would mean I, ha- I have less time in the day to do stuff. Right. <laughs> so, so if I could get seven hours sleep, I'm I'm actually really happy with seven. Mm. So I'm going to say I'm actually going to go with personal chef too, because a lot of times I find myself like I'll get home from work and I'm like, cool. And I'm like, dang, I don't feel like cooking or, you know, because like me and Kirsten eats completely. I'm not gonna say we eat completely different, but we just eat different food. So we don't necessarily cook. Like she doesn't cook my food. I don't cook hers. You know, she she she's more likely to eat what I cook versus the other way around. So, okay. um, uh, so like a lot of times I'm like, dang, I don't feel like cooking. So I'm like, but I'm already home. Like then I got to go back out and go get something because I, even though I could have done it when I was already out, it's just like at the time I didn't feel like it enough. And I told myself I'll figure it out once I get home. Then once I get home, I realized, damn, now now I got to go out because I don't have anything to cook. So (laughs) (laughs) I think having a personal chef would save me a lot of time, which I would love to have. And it'd be cool to just have a a guy or gal uh, that could cook whatever I wanted. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's real. Or them, you know, you might have might have you a non-binary chef, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But nah. it's funny i would i would go with personal chef but cooking is a little therapeutic for me i would i would go for personal chef only because i know i can only cook what i can cook and this person's supposed to like know just about everything so 
I feel like their food most likely their their menu is bigger than mine. But yeah. I'll be like, then I could have made this shit better. Like I, <laughs> I need them to know. I, I need them to like cook it the way I want it. Yeah. And I don't know that that's always going to be the case. Uh, yeah, uh, that's but, a very good point. Shit. Um, I mean, if they're a personal chef, they should. But they may be like, you know, I'm sorry, sir. That's just too much cumin. And I'm like, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, them Josh with these spices, bro. I love spices too. But <laughs> goddamn, you be yeah, uh, I ain't had no complaint. Uh, nah, you, yo, yeah. it's it's good. I just never had that much spice on spinach before. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, dog. That's all I'm saying. It's good. I ate it. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've gotten better about that that than, than I was back in the day. Um. But no, uh, I would actually go for your house cleans itself mm. just because I'm on the move so much. And because I do enjoy cooking and whatnot, I I would just prefer if I could like just get home and my shit's clean. I that's the thing, that's the thing that that bothers me the most is having to clean. Uh, because I'm I'm down to do whatever. But the actual act of cleaning is just, I'm like, I could be doing other things right now. I do it because it's necessary and because, you know, having a clean house is, is just better to have than the opposite. Um, especially because when I walk into people's houses and uh, if you're, it's two places that I need you to always have together. Three, if we count it, like your public spaces, your kitchen and your, and your bathroom. If your kitchen and your bathroom ain't together, then those are the things that I always like ah, <laughs> uh, because That's I know fair. if I'm if I'm going to a place and especially like you're like oh yeah I cooked and I'm like yo your kitchen's fucking filthy I can't trust that food. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Um, or with the bathroom and whatnot, I'm like yo, this is a public space. You know, if you you know you had a a, a hardy defecation uh <laughs> earlier and you ain't get that third flush in or just hit the bowl so you know we ain't got scraps of your breakfast around. like yo you didn't care about the <laughs> fact that somebody was coming up like i can't i can't trust that i feel you on that like that third flush yo uh, it's hard for me not to see when the because the bowl is white it's so easy to see anything else there it's so it's so easy to see anything else there, man. Hit that third so, flush, man. <laughs> just just hit the third. Or every everybody should have a toilet brush. If you knew you left some marks and that second flush didn't get it, swirl that bitch around. <laughs> yeah, agree. Before bro. before agree. people walk in your fucking house. <laughs> but that, that's just me. That makes me think because I think we all answered. So I think maybe this is a good segue. I saw a meme <laughs> the other day, <laughs> and it was like. Um, it was a, a young lady. I guess she posted it. I don't know if it was Facebook or Twitter, but it was like screenshot. And she said something along the lines like, if she was like, if my trash is full and you come over, I'm assuming she's meaning to her, a male friend of some sort, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then she expects the, the trash to be taken out. Oh. And this got a lot of mixed mix reviews, mixed uh, mm-hmm. responses and free Re- yeah, reactions. Like a mulatto response. <laughs> like it's like a, the person that posted it. I'm assuming she f- agreed with it based off of just her comment. Um, mm-hmm. And then a lot of the people in the comments agreed with her. And I was gonna, I completely disagree. But I, you know how like sometimes you don't want to be like the one person that 
disagrees and it turns turns to this thing. I don't know, maybe you don't like that, but <laughs> I know what um, you mean. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. I'll just I'll I'll let them have you know the thing. And then someone else posted it that did share my view. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna say now I'm gonna say something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and it's like yeah, yo, you me, gotta strike like, when it, you gotta strike when the kettle's hot, man. It's like for me, I I, I hate when people expect things. Um for mm-hmm. me, like if I was in that position. I would probably take it out anyway. So, you know, that's cool. But if I was in that situation where this person expected me to take it out, I would feel very thrown off by that because this is your place of living. You live here, not me. <laughs> so I'm like, right. And someone made the made a good point. It was like, well, why didn't you take it out? If you knew you were having company, why didn't you take it out in the first place? And I was like, dang, that's a good point. So, and it's like, I just don't like entitled entitled stuff like people that yes, feel entitled, entitled stuff like mm-hmm. I, like I say I probably would have done it anyway. It's like yo, the trash pull, I'll take it out for you, you know. But but that's a the thing is there's a difference between kind gestures and and feeling entitled to that action happening. Mm-hmm. Um, because I while I'm a chivalrous dude and all of that kind of stuff, I'm always just like if I if I do a thing. I'm doing it because, you know, home training and the way I was raised and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not doing it because you should think I'm supposed to. I'm doing exactly. it because I feel like I should. So yeah. it ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. And you making it about you is 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 just, I'm not here to feed your ego or whatever. It's just a thing of like, if I'm over here, like I'm going to wash my girl's dishes before I leave this house. And she's going to, and I'm sure in, a, in some expectation of it, she's like, you didn't have to do that. And I'm going, yeah, but you had dishes. So I do it. So I did them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel the same way, really. <laughs> but yeah. And so I'm I'm not, I'm not over here like, uh, uh, <laughs> what is it? Even, even when, even if she does dishes at my house, uh, I am, I don't know that I've ever been like, yo, like, uh, like if, if she came over for a weekend and didn't do any dishes, I wouldn't be like, yo, you couldn't like help out or something. Now she was over my house for like a month and she never did any dishes. I'd be like, yo, for your weight, you're not paying any rent. Yeah. Cause she <laughs> contributed to the dishes. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. she contributed to dishes cause I fed her, but. <laughs> but, <laughs> and that and, and, and that kind of, is that, is that an unspoken rule in some houses? I know it is where. If some if one person's cooking, the other people clean. Is that still an unspoken rule? To some it dep- it, I think that's household to household. I I, I yeah, don't know people yeah. that are like some that. Houses. Um, I I'm always like whoever gets to them first. Yeah. If if I feel like doing them tonight, I'm gonna do them. If it comes morning and neither of us have done it, whoever gets to it first. I prefer usually, and especially uh, during the cold months, that I don't leave dishes in the sink overnight. Uh, just because I live on the first floor, there's a big alley next to me, and rats be finding holes. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is That's true. the title of this episode. Like, <laughs> rats be finding holes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like no matter how much, many times I get shit sealed, like there's so many caulk lines and whatever in my house. These bitches be just trying to find. They always find a goddamn crack somewhere. I ain't saying like my house, my house stay clean, y'all. I don't be trying to come to me. Yeah. Trust your friends. It's an alley next to me. It's an alley and an open lot because there's no building next to my building. 
uh, which y'all saw when y'all came over. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I live in Chicago. Come on now. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It, I don't know. I guess is it fair to say that if this person's going to assume or expect that that we uh, take the trash or that a guy takes the trash out um, for her when it's full, I guess to spice it up, I can expect my, I, I can have my own expectation in return <laughs> or my own prerequisite <laughs> before I do, I do such a uh, kind gesture. You know what I'm saying? I need you to jest on over here and you know what I'm saying? No kind of understand this trim me out, man, because <laughs> yeah. there's there's so there'd be so many expectations of chivalrous dudes. And then as soon as some dumbass dude is like, Well, you know, I paid for your dinner, so ah 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 bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know they're like, uh-uh, no. It's just like, yo, I mean, I'm I'm not justifying home dude, but I'm saying mm-hmm. like I don't think expectations should be had on either side. If anybody does anything, Agreed. it's it's because that person wanted to do it, not because it was expected of them. Agreed. Agreed. And honestly, like if there were expectations, I would like to keep those expectations specific to that situation. Hmm. You know, but it's hard to do that. that. It's very hard to do that. Um, it would just be between us in that moment. It's like, all right, you clearly had this expectation for me to take this garbage out. So now if I Perhaps it would if if I tell you I feel more encouraged to take the garbage out if you come over here and yank my penis out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then I, I'm willing to keep that between you and I and not make it a universal thing and say I'm so like don't start this whole double like you know like essentially what you said but her saying it to me it's like no this is let's keep this conversation specific to you and I in this situation right now. We could and then and then I just feel. I just feel like it's more applicable. I'm not trying to think about the whole bigger thing. It's like right now you want this. And I, I'm i telling you, I feel much more encouraged to facilitate that because you have this expectation. Mm-hmm. Now I got a little leverage. Let me tell you how I can be motivated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to put the if you want to put the the uh, some wind in myself, this is how you do it. You know what I'm saying? I take out that trash. You take out that ass. All right, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, if we're gonna have silly ass expectations anyway, it's like, well, I got one that comes to mind. Here's a light bulb for you. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was. I'm, I have to say to bring this up because I don't remember the whole thing, but I was passing something in my for you on TikTok or whatever, and it was, it was some basic dudes arguing with some basic chicks uh, about like gender roles and shit. Um, because everybody's independent, yet somehow expect gender roles to still exist and all this other kind of stuff like i'm not saying that i i I'd probably phrase that wrong anyway but either way uh just being like um if a if a dude um is self-sufficient has his own money and all of that kind of stuff but also cooks cleans etc for himself then uh besides besides ass what is that girl bringing to the table and vice versa if the if the girl is self-sufficient and has her own money to splurge, uh, take care of herself, what have you, and cooks, cleans, and all that kind of stuff. What does she need to do for? And dude was arguing, like, I don't need you for anything 
I want to I want to bring you into it. And that's the difference. Mm -hmm. um, but she was trying to argue some other thing. Uh, so I guess the, the thing I want to try to say, ask is, do y'all think do you think gender roles exist in your life currently or gendered roles or as we know them? Um, or do you think that they're, you know, archaic and unnecessary at this point or just not applicable to your life? And by that, uh, by gender roles, I mean like the old school sense of, you know, like the guy is a provider, the lady cooks clean, take care of the kids and all of that other, you know, yeah. you know stuff. Uh, well, I, I think the traditional and that's what, what you're speaking. I, I think that format, I think it makes sense um, for just for the times, like, you know, at the times, you know, but like you said, the typically the man would go out, work, make the money, the Women would typically take care of the kids, and that to me, that that like like I said, I think that works. However, I think things change, and um, women obviously have entered the workforce decades ago and want to make their own money, mm -hmm. and so like, okay, well, who's gonna stay home with the kids? Then that's enter, you know, you put the kids in daycare and all that, and you know, that's kind of how things have been going for me, though. Um. I like to plan things like this is if, if actually this is how things are functioning like currently like I like to plan things around my income so it's like okay mm. if we can't do it if I if we can't do it from my income then we, then I, I then we can't do it and the reason why I, I, I like to look at it like that is because there's gonna come a time when we have kids and I personally don't want to put kids in daycare i just i don't trust mm. i don't i don't trust people enough for that kirsten she actually used to work in a daycare so she's seen she's seen the inner workings of daycare mm. so mm. Uh, you know and i don't i don't want to put my kids in daycare she doesn't want to put the kids in daycare so i so i'm completely completely okay with her staying home with with the kids and that's not me saying like you better stay at home with the kids and cook and I, it's not it's not like that it's it's more so like a We've kind of just agreed that that's what we feel would be best for our kids. That's all. So, like she, she, <clears throat> she volunteered almost. Yeah, and and I was completely okay with that. You know, mm -hmm. so you know, I don't, I don't, I've never, I've never asked her to work a day in her life. I've never asked her to pay a bill since we've been married. I've never asked that. Mm. Now she's offered, and if she wants to, that's fine. But I've never, I just never. That's that's how I want to go about it. Just because right. I think looking forward. You know, like I said, when we have kids, okay, I'm gonna simplify it. So, if we're if our budget and our living situation is based off of two incomes, what happens when we have kids and say, say like, dang, well, we need two people to work to keep paying the bills. Well, that's gonna be really hard because daycare is almost like paying tuition in some states. Daycare oh, is more yeah. expensive than it's college ridiculous. Tuition. It's so like, like sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, in some places. Like, yeah, crazy. Yeah, so it's like. And for me, it just it, to me that sounds harder to do, like paying for the bill, regular bills, and then enter daycare six hundred dollars a week or however much it is. Sometimes it's more. So yeah, I mean that I'm just looking at it from a logical standpoint. It's like logically, I think if we can make this work off of off of my income, then I think it just works out better. That however, however, that I am putting a lot of pressure on myself by right. doing that. Um, but to me, it just, it just it just makes sense if I want to avoid my kids being 
looked over by some 19 year old who doesn't care about you know the well-being of my kids <laughs> mm. put who puts your kids in a tiktok or something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel you totally understand <laughs> mm-hmm. hey dub what about you uh what was your first question like do they exist in your world That's yeah the first one right do, do um, you do you even still like that did you ever it could be unpacked into a number of ways uh uh you yeah. know do you believe in in old school gender roles do you think that that's do you think they're applicable to your life or are they word. just archaic and stupid at this point or what i think they can be archaic and like arbitrary but i understand how they could be useful but i think it's more so like adam said i sound like to me, it sounds like they've had an understanding that's specific to them. And mm-hmm. if those gender roles, if some gender roles that are like, you know, typical, usual gender roles are applied in there, that's the understanding that they agreed on. And that makes it totally fine because it doesn't feel imposed upon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like it's, it's agreed upon. So my thing is like, I do think gender roles are happening for sure. And sometimes it's based on convenience. It's like, oh, well, it's just more convenient. For you like we just fall in line into those gender roles so easily um i just think it's important that you got to be able to adjust is like if so that's my thing like for us it's just more she does cook definitely more <clears throat> i guess that would be one of the gender roles but actually going back to one thing that you said josh um in regards to the meme the time that I do cook, like specific, it, it helps if it's something that like I like and like I know that Natalie likes and I do fairly well. It feels mm-hmm. really good. And I'm like, and like when I'm doing it, I get the feeling of like, shit, I could really like, yo, I could be on, you know, like I get the same feeling that I get when I <laughs> watch the Wu-Tang thing. Yo, I swear <laughs> to God. I, I told you, it, it don't matter what I'm doing. If I get that feeling like, yo, I could be the illest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it feels good. So I really don't mind. And that's how I'm hoping like when she's cooking, I'm just trying to like, I want it to be more of like, I'm willing to adjust. I'm not like, it's never like, I'm not going to do it. It's always if she, if she prefers me do it this time, or if mainly if she's doing it, I'm hoping she's doing it because she wants to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess technically it's still a gender role and it can be expected. And I, I am the one who takes the trash out more, but it's not that she never would. Oftentimes, the trash is probably too heavy for her ass. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so I think the gender roles can be convenient. But as long as it doesn't feel imposed and you're willing to adjust, then mm-hmm. I, I, I think we're doing all right. But I think ultimately they are, like, arbitrary. Like, <clears throat> um, like we were talking about marriage and stuff, and not to take it too far. But we're talking about how, like, when is the perfect time? It, or, like how often are like arbitrary dates thrown out there, especially when you're constantly mm-hmm. being asked at a certain age, you, you get asked that at least as a woman, you get asked that so much. So when you get married and everybody around you is already married or getting married, so you're really getting asked right. that question. When is he going to pop the question? Throw out a fucking arbitrary date. All right. Yeah. This is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, they all kind of, a lot of those situations kind of feel like that to me, but so the answer is That's yes, real. they are, they are, but we're willing to adjust. I think. That's real. That's real. Yeah, um, real quick. At, Go ahead. It's super quick. And then when you do get married, everyone asks you when you're going to have kids. When you have kids, right. And, and obviously, we've been asked that for a decade. And it's like, <laughs> and, I, and I get it. It's, it is uncommon for a couple to be married for 10 years and not have kids. I, I get that. But 
we're our own people though and at the time yes, i love that like when we first got married we actually didn't even want kids like we both were like we were good but then as we got older like in our late 20s that's when that actually started to shift where we're like you mm. know what that kind of you know maybe that would be you know because like like i said 10 years ago i didn't want kids she didn't either <laughs> but that changed <laughs> so yeah it's funny uh at, at this point now I almost love people asking me both of those questions um, just so I could be an asshole. Uh, especially <laughs> I can, I can people who that. don't know. <laughs> like people who don't know me are the only ones that still ask me those things. Okay. Um, and I, and I, uh, when I say don't know me, I mean like they may know me, but like my mom stopped asking. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When when I, when I when I left the first marriage potential, she was like, "Okay, let me never bring this up again." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, love uh, I can't even imagine you marry at this point. Like at this point, at like, this point, like right. before, like when you you were actually engaged, I'm like, "Okay, you know, I, you know, I could see it then," because I know, you know. But now I'm like, I can't even really picture that. Oh man, I'm telling you, it's it's not even like feasible in my imagination anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anytime people ask about like, you know, like, oh my God, Josh, you know, I, I constantly have people being like, uh, and love to them. They'd be like, you're going to be a great dad. And I'm like, yo, I'm getting my balls cut off. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I could actually see you being a good dad too, though. I, I, I but, think, but go ahead, go ahead. No, no, so I, I, I have good paternal energy. Yeah. That's, I've, I've been like that since we were kids. It's just I, uh, I've always been big brother, pops, all that kind of stuff. I have folks that call me Baba, which is father in Swahili. Mm-hmm. But I have no interest in fathering my own children. People know this <laughs> about me. And anytime people actually ask me about it, I get to be an asshole, and it's fun. Um, but as far as the whole original question of gender roles and shit, um, it goes back to that double standard thing where I'm like, I'll do stuff, but I'm never expecting anything. Uh, I cook in, in the relationship I'm in, I cook way more than she does for us anyway. She'll, she'll cook stuff. If I'm, if I'm at her place, maybe, or we'll eat out. But most, yo, quick most question. of the time, what's up? Sorry. I tried to, ca- I tried to catch a pause. So I did, I've been doing really good at not interrupting. I tried to catch <laughs> a, a pause real quick, but I do have a question about that. Sometimes do you think it's, like, I don't know if it's specific. Is it to, is it specific to you guys? And in just in general, um, sometimes do you think one person cooks more often just because they're just better and the food is better? <laughs> I think that's that's like more common than maybe people are saying, in my opinion. And that, that probably is general, just like, yo, this person's better, yo. I could get better, <laughs> I guess, but I, I think that could be the thing. I think she also knows that I just I I think I like to cook more than she does. Got you. See, it doesn't so, feel imposed either. You like doing no. it. No. Yeah. She I I I like to cook. She likes to eat. That's what it is. <laughs> now, and does so, she clean up after? Do you guys have the understanding? Well, not necessarily. Like, does she typically, maybe even on her own accord, just decide to clean up, do more dishes after you're cooking? More often than not, uh, not always, but more often than not, <clears throat> um, it's it's never immediate because I eat late, uh, or maybe later than the average person or whatnot. So I, we may be eating dinner at like nine ten o'clock. Um, oh, that's some European shit. Woo. Is it? Yes, bro. Some sometimes I, 
when I was in France, you have no idea how many times we began eating dinner at like nine thirty ten. It didn't end till like midnight. Yeah, and it's it's just because so many so many other things are happening. Uh, we may have snacked on something around your typical six o'clock, whatever, but I'm going to get hungry again. Yeah. Or I'm, uh, or I don't, even though I like to cook more, I'm slow. She asked me like, how long is it going to take? I'll be like, yeah, like 20 minutes. It's going to be an hour and a half later. Yo, I'm, yes. <laughs> when, yeah. When I do cook, I am very much, I think I'm pretty slow as well. Cause I'm putting on music or listening to a podcast, maybe this podcast. Cause yes, I do practice that kind of narcissism and listen to our own, <laughs> our own podcast. Um, I, I listened to our <laughs> previous episode yesterday. <laughs> you know, I was laughing so hard, bro. I was texting my girl like, yo, we're dope. <laughs> yeah, like, but no, uh, otherwise, yeah, it's not, it's never anything like that. Like, um, I don't, typically take out her trash because i don't know where the fuck it is and i'm and she's at she's at my uh she's at my place more than i'm at hers i'm at hers right now but like i'm gonna wash her dishes but i'm not gonna take out her trash because again i don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> it's i'm like, sure it's out this back door somewhere <laughs> like I, I it's probably outside this back door but I've, I've gone out that back door maybe once in the four years we've been dating and so i'm like yeah i'm not i'm not doing it she'll be all right yeah. She barely <laughs> eats. There's nothing in that trash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. What were you about to say? I got one quick question. One like, would you rather before before uh, I know we're running a little late, but one one last random would you rather? And we spoke about it a little earlier, but I want I definitely okay, want to get this it. joke off. I, w- I want to get this meme off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> or just would you rather real quick? All right. And also, folks, feel free to throw your answers in um, via social media. Or if you got your own, or emails. Exactly. Yeah. Feel free to throw it in. Perhaps this is is like an easy one for everybody. But would you rather sweat mayonnaise or? Hold hold on, man. I need you to be be a lot more like charismatic when you say this. Got you. Got you. Would you rather sweat sweat mayonnaise? Got you. Go on. Go on. Be excited about this. (laughs) Bitches and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> hurry, hurry, step right up. <laughs> Yo, step right up. <laughs> Yo. All right. Yo, those uh those those, those how to be a, those uh what is it the what's that show how to be a millionaire? Uh-huh. Or uh those uh, lights doom, doom, doom. The, the new supermarket sweep is great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I gotta check it out. Now, now. All right. Would you prefer, would you prefer to have taste buds in that little round asshole of yours? <laughs> or, 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 or would you prefer to perspire? Mayonnaise. Now we ain't talking about Miracle Whip. We talking about man, we talking about Hellman's mayonnaise. No, no none of that Miracle Whip shit, all right? So you got sweat mayonnaise. You don't even have to lift a fucking finger and spread that on the on the slices of bread or you can just go for a run or watch cops get real sweaty and <laughs> you're good to go i watched up brothers last night <laughs> yeah yeah buddy yeah i was i was just gonna sit and wait for wait for one of y'all to catch it <laughs> um or would you so sweat mayonnaise or taste buds on your asshole so Hmm. And apparently, 
Josh, it's fair to bring up. We already have taste from we learned oh, yeah. something new from you. We already have. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, go ahead and let the people know. So uh, apparently, uh, there, there was people who figured out that apparently they're the uh, the same skin or whatever that makes up your tongue or your taste buds are also is also the skin that makes up your balls. And because cats were dipping balls in soy sauce and noticing that they could taste it. And so Incredible. Uh, apparently that skin <laughs> is already close. I I feel like I remember somebody talking about there, there was something once upon a time of people like taking shots to the ass or something like like not not shots shots but like uh uh like drinking liquor with the asshole and getting drunk or something like that yep. is that a thing once upon a time mm-hmm. butt chugging butt chugging butt chugging oh. yeah oh shit yeah um and so i don't know I if they can like, taste it but yeah. i need i need to be up on my apple news more tripping <laughs> <laughs> i'm tripping yo i only know about it because i was surrounded by white guys for 10 years <laughs> that's real <laughs> <laughs> that's some white shit. Oh, you can't man. act like it's not. That's some white Yo, shit. Did you ever did you ever hear that? Uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, oh my god! Come on, Aaron. What's the dude's name who plays on that 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 Netflix show? I'm blanking right now. He was on Thirty Rock. Really funny black dude. One, um, one of the greatest oh, comedians uh, to me. Uh, 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 no, no, no uh, uh, Thirty Rock. Uh, uh, oh, Tracy that, Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yes, yeah. yes. He said, "There's no shut." He said the. He said the Incredible Hulk doesn't actually exist. It's just white dudes in bars. (laughs) 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 Um, I got to say, in this, would you rather I would. I sweat too much, man, as it is. Like, I sweat for a living. So (laughs) you got equity. You got sweat equity for real. So I'm like, I don't. I. Yo, that was a Bible. Yo, we just yo, we just keep it going. It's cool. <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably go for the taste buds in my asshole. Now, do I want to taste shit every time I take a shit? No. <laughs> That's what I'm like, like, man. With all that seasoning, Josh, you do not want to have taste buds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Make my shit delicious, man. Uh no. <laughs> I, I I can't I can't sweat mayonnaise. That's that's dangerous to other people. I roll around on the ground wearing barely anything. Like I'm gonna be unemployed because it's mayonnaise all over the stage. Like I'm a liability. And so that's true. I, I, that's a good point. I gotta I gotta go with the taste buds in the ass, man. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna be short. For me, I I, I don't sweat for a living necessarily, but I do sweat a lot. Like I'm like over the summer, I just remember days when like it was like 85 with 100 percent uh humidity. humidity and i could just walk outside not even i'm not doing anything physical i'm just standing outside and i'll just start sweating um so yeah i'm gonna have to take the, the rectum taste <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay so how like how could i offset this like so if i'm on the toilet maybe if i just got a bottle of mouthwash I just just swishing all <laughs> <laughs> time. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was like, "Yo, you pop some mints or something? Like, what do you got to do to like offset that shit?" And that's great. Just get, like your Listerine, just right there. Anytime you you're right, like, you got some in your pocket at all times, just in case it yeah. catch you while you out in the wild. You know those what were those strips? The Listerine strips from back. Listerine the- strips. Oh, uh, yeah. They still make those. Okay. What about the, the rough spray? Uh, a banaka? banaka? Yep. <laughs> oh, man. You, you saw what you see. Like, <laughs> you saw, 
you saw I see it in like in 90s TV shows, like the guy right. talks to the girl and he pulls out his binocular. <laughs> Think about how many kids today have no idea what the fuck binocular is. Yeah. How many uh, like 20 year olds probably don't know what the fuck binocular is? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like Sounds like Shit. a black girl's name. Binaka Jenkins. Binaka Jones. Oh, that's oh man. That's great. Well, I guess it's unanimous, man. I guess it's unanimous. Um, Are you so going for the asshole too? I'm going for the asshole, man. I might even I might even fuck around and put that listerine in the in, in the bidet, yo. I might even find a way to get that listerine in the fucking bidet. I don't know For if real. we talked. Didn't we talk about that on the real sex episode? That uh, there was yeah, a dude so. <laughs> at, a, at a convention that made sphincterine for uh for uh porn stars doing anal scenes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, it's just a it's a whole new experience, man. Make make that rectum minty fresh. Yes, sir. It might be overload. It might be like an overload. Of, um, yeah, it might be. It might be a lot of stimuli, but. I'm pretty sure the uh the 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 nerve endings in your asshole are way too sensitive for actual listerine, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I yeah, I'm I, I got a story that I won't say on air. Uh <laughs> so I'm like fair yeah. enough. <laughs> well, it's a unanimous decision, y'all. And uh hopefully the folks will I would love to hear people's answer to this, man. Yeah. Really. Uh well, let us know. Would you rather have taste buds in your ass or s- sweat that Hellman's? Um, and uh, we, we'd be curious to know uh, if you got your own. Would you rather? You can let us know those too. We'll be happy to talk about them on the podcast. We love to talk about silly shit and serious shit. But above all else, when we have anything going on, we uh we pride ourselves on being forthright, vulnerable, and honest. And so, if you got anything that applies to any of that, you can write us at informally honest podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up on our instagram informally honest uh twitter is informally underscore hp and facebook is informally honest podcast we love y'all we appreciate you and every connection that you have every uh relationship that you participate in and every uh new connection that you cultivate we always encourage you to be forthright vulnerable and most of all motherfucking Honest. Peace, y'all. Peace, Peace out. world. Can't look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear for my brother. I really want to try for my brother because I truly do feel for my brother.